Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everyone. Hey. We're back. It's us. It's, it uh, we are starting a cult featuring my uh, myself, uh, Grant. You know, it's me. I'm back. And uh, we also got uh, uh, Jake. Uh, you know him, the other guy who's here with me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, there Yeah, it's is. me, Jake. Hello. We got another guy uh, on here uh, as well for some reason. He just won't leave uh, the area. He won't take the hint. So we've uh, just decided to say fuck it and let him come on the show, and that is uh, it's Mitch, Mixmaster Mitch. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's Mitch. It's him. Anyways, so what we're doing today, we spent the weekend in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, last weekend, uh, to start off the month of August. What was the name of the town again? We were in Amberg, Wisconsin. Yeah, we were in Amberg, Wisconsin. There was six of us, and we were in a double-wide trailer. It was awesome. There was nobody there. There was beer, guns, the all t- that stuff. The town shuts down at about 5.30 p.m. every day, <laughs> and no one believed me when I said that was the case. It was just like, oh, that's funny, until we actually witnessed it in action a few times, where it was like, man, we are starving. It was like... Well, we're fucked because uh, there's nothing open until 4 a.m. It's like there's like three places to go, and they're open for like 45 minutes. Yeah, and uh, we don't typically get up uh, before about 10 a.m. at the earliest. So we missed breakfast and lunch, and we pretty much just had dinner multiple times a day every day. It's true, yeah. But uh, yeah, so we we spent some time out there, and um, usually... We will brainstorm what the next topic will be, and uh, we just we didn't really get to it, so it kind of came to us one day. We were sitting outside, uh, crazy. It was about three in the morning, <laughs> and uh, you could see the Milky Way. Yeah, it was beautiful. We were just screaming as loud as we could, and uh, nobody heard us. Uh, it echoed back. It was kind of haunting if you're looking back on it, but at the time it was fun. It was. It see if we were if you were alone there, it'd be like the most horrific. Place no, yeah, I wouldn't been. want that. That was. But it, 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 it was, was darker than I've ever. So what seen we decided that. to do, right, right, we decided that we would take the Wisconsin train a little bit farther, and we would base an episode on just some of the weird shit that happens uh, in Wisconsin. Just weird things, weird little quirks that the state has. Some cool weird things, cool stuff. And I'll going tell you on what, here, they are known for more than cheese because some of the things that we came across were some of the most outrageous shit no, I've ever seen. Some very astounding things. And it's kind of funny, because, uh, I don't know. I guess where we were, it was just, like, very old school. Uh, we went into the downtown, I guess if you could call it that part of the town. <laughs> the downtown street. And there were no cars. There were uh, two guys on golf carts and one guy on an ATV. And we just drove by, like, what the fuck was that? And, uh, yeah, it was cool. So we just shot some guns, and we did uh, the normal Midwestern uh, vacation thing. Yeah, we got uh, we got a case of beer at a pawn liquor and gun shop. We did. That was fun. That was one of the three stores downtown. And then we drove about, I don't know, 30 miles south of that pawn shop, and we went to Piggly Wiggly. That's, uh, it's just fun. Cause who it's goes just to, fun. 
Who around here goes to Piggly Wiggly? Fucking no one. nobody. Fuck you. But yeah, it was I, always, I always think of that 70s show when I hear Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Red Foreman. We lived it. We became Red Foreman for <laughs> about a little bit more than 72 hours. We really hours. did. It's true. It was, uh, it was a good time. So we, we kind of dove into just some of the weirder shit that uh, Wisconsin has to offer, whether it be stories or, I don't know, just interesting little things. And, uh, boy, let me tell you. Let me tell you how weird it's going to get. So I'll, uh, I'll ease us into this here <laughs> with two short little snippets of things, okay? Snippets. Um, there is a picture, right? And um, the photo was taken somewhere between 1876 and 1884. And it's in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. And it's just a fully dressed man in a top hat sitting on a dead horse. That is just what it is. Nothing weird about it, per se. Yeah, I'll, I'll post it on the social media after this. We just thought it was funny because it's, uh, it's a guy sitting on a dead horse. I haven't even seen this yet. Wait a minute. Look at him. He's got, like, a full suit, the hat, and they're just there's a dead horse. And for some reason, I pictured the, the horse, like, standing up but dead for some reason. But oh, no, I, then I just thought, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. There's but, a guy in the no, background. Just, it looks like there was just an explosion around him. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um... There, there's a guy behind him with his hands behind his back with like a dog, just kind of looking at him. Just is that giving Alfred him Hitchcock the look. feature. What year is this? Uh, they don't have the exact date, but between 1876 and 1884, and uh, some people argue that they think it was from 1900, but uh, it it was before the dawn of the car or anything of that nature. That guy's car died, man. Yeah, pretty yeah. much this died. guy's whole life no horsey's left in that horsey he's fucked just I mean I don't know I guess it's not something I typically have to think about because it's like if your car breaks down worst case scenario you get a tow truck and and you call an Uber and you go back to your house what does this guy do Gotta walk or steal a horse. But then he somehow sits on his dead horse yeah, and thinks I of bet, ideas I bet this guy was like drunk he was just like why won't it go He's trying to put a key into an ignition. He just stabbed it in the neck. <laughs> Where does the key go? It won't move. He was like the most insightful drunk hey, in imagine, the world. Can you imagine keying cars back then? Just <laughs> the horses. Tattooing just disemboweling horses. a bunch of random horses you come across. But yeah, so that's Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Well, we drove by that on the way up there. And it's just funny. It's just funny. I'm sorry. It just is. But um, Dead horses are pretty funny. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Pretty much, I guess, what would happen, uh, just if you guys didn't know this, uh, they said in the late 1800s in like New York specifically, because there are so many fucking people, uh, a lot of pigs and horses would just die in the city. And instead of hiring people to move it, they would just leave thousands of carcasses in like the road. And then after a while, they would just start to rot, and then you could easily just move it with a shovel. And the smell has remained to this day. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, people used to just leave their dead animals laying around so that they could just fucking move them later, I guess. I don't know. Just giving them back to nature, I guess. But yeah, so we got we got the man sitting on his dead horse. That's funny. That's fun. That's a good time. And then just a, a tiny little snippet of one thing here. Uh, there's no year on it, but uh, they were on national television doing the uh, Groundhog Day, uh, you know, practice, I guess you'd call it. And the fucking groundhog bites the mayor on the ear and almost takes his fucking ear off. Dude, I think I was talking about this the other day. Is there anything worse than just an unplanned ear piercing? There really isn't. You know, like you you, like like a that. dog biting through your ear, or in this case, a uh, groundhog beaver esque man. Yeah, if you if something will pierce your skin and you're unaware of it, it's definitely not a good day. You. Yeah, there's nothing to say about that, I guess. You're fucked. I'm sorry. You That's just why I hate the doctor. But yeah, those are those are two just little uh, easy into uh, some of the fucking cool shit we're going to talk about here. Let's go into that, uh, what was that other town that we drove by on the way there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Nazians. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Nazi Ans. Yeah, Nazi like Ans. St. Nazi A-N-Z, but it's like one word, uh, St. Nazians. So we thought that was interesting. Um, it's up in northern Wisconsin, past Milwaukee, uh, slightly, I don't remember if it's slightly before or after Green Bay heading north, but it's, it's like right around that area. 
So it's a couple hours past Chicago, and um, pretty much this town was founded in 1854 by a Catholic mystic cult leader. All right, all right, you don't believe me? That's three things. It's fucking crazy. Okay, so Father Ambrose Oswald, uh, he was fleeing religious prosecu- or persecution uh, when he came to Wisconsin. Pretty much what happened, he was out in Germany, and he was part of the Roman Catholic Church, and they uh, they kicked him out because uh, he was supposedly a heretic who had mystical prophetic powers. So they were they're not having any of this. The Catholics uh was he like curdling cheese by looking at it or maybe. then they just found out that science. If you guys know about uh Roman Catholics is that uh they don't like change. They don't like anything that is new or progressive. It's the way things were. So th- this <laughs> guy could have just suggested laces on shoes instead of buckles. And they thought he was a heretic. I don't know. They don't really get into what happened. You mean to tell me I have to tie a bow twice a day? You fucking bastard. Are you trying to waste my time? Okay, so essentially he left. He took uh, his followers with him. And they hopped on a boat and came to the U.S. where they settled in northern Wisconsin. And uh, they came to what is now known as St. Nazians. And... Pretty much what happened here is they lived uh, together in harmony. They called themselves, quote, the association, unquote. And they had a very hippie-esque lifestyle where they would work without pay. They would do whatever uh, Oswald asked them to do. And they just kind of shared everything. They would just, you know, someone made a little money going into town. You bring it back, you dump it in a bucket, and now it's all of our money. We all got a little bit of cash. And then, um, is it everyone's money or is it Ambrose's? No, it was everybody's. It was All very right. like hippie esque. That's kind of nice. They're just well behaved children. Mm-hmm. A little bit. And then uh, in 1873, Oswald got sick as fuck. Okay, this dude was fucked up. He was doing skate tricks. He was doing yeah, all that drinking Mountain Dew. Shredding the darn. He was Call so Duty. sick. His mom said to go to bed at 10.30, and he was up till midnight playing Call of Duty 4. Dude, he was... He was, he was doing some real he cool He was sick shit. as fuck. But uh, this guy, Anton Still, he stayed at Father Oswald's bedside uh, the entire time that he was dying. And he later wrote in uh, multiple journal entries, right? And uh, he said, quote, A number of times I have observed that he, with closed eyes, when there was no one else in the room but I alone would extend his hands out in blessing, and then with his hand, signal someone away, and yet I saw no one in the room, end quote. Um, Sounds like he was hallucinating. A little maybe. bit. And then uh, the night of February 26th, right? Okay, Oswald's laying there dying, being sick. Uh, a bunch of people that were a part of this association kind of freaked out because they said that there was like loud poundings on the walls of his room. And uh, throughout the town, they heard all this weird, strange, like, pounding and stomping, right? No one knows. No one knows. They called in a judge from Manitowoc to come in and view the body uh, the day before the funeral was set. And the the judge looked at the corpse and was freaked out because he was like, Dude, you, like, can't bury this guy, man. He's fucking alive. Do you see that? Like, he looks alive. And um, no one knew what to do with him. And it all happened so suddenly that uh, the tomb that the association was building for him uh, wasn't done yet. So what they did is they just dug a hole in the crypt and they put his coffin in there uh, on top of like the high altar of the church. And uh, they reopened it on April 29th before they were going to like officially place it on, like back where it needed to be. Yeah. And... Um, Father Mutz was a priest, and uh, he came Mutz. with a group called uh, the Oswald Sisters, and uh, they dug up the body. And keep in mind, this is two months after the death, and they said that uh, the body had not decayed in the slightest, and there was no o- there was no odor, any smell, nothing funky. Uh, his eyes sunk in a little bit, but his skin was still very tan and like complex. Uh, his hair and fingernails were growing, but not at, like... They always say, like, fingernails and hair keep growing, but what happens is that the the follicles peel back. So, like, your cuticles on your nails, 
dissolve, so it looks like your nails come out farther. They don't keep growing, but they stick out because your skin is peeling away from it. Yeah. And that wasn't happening, but his nails and his hair were growing longer without any cuticle, dilu- or, uh, I guess you'd call it, absorption. I don't know. Dude, they totally just buried a live man. Mm-hmm. That's like all, they just buried him. That's That sucks. So they took him out. And uh, they washed his face, and they said that it made his skin look even more glowing. Um, then 63 days after his death, after they did all this, they sealed him in his coffin, and they just called it a day, right? They were just like, oh, fuck that. Then uh, in October, on October 4th of 1926, they dug up the coffin and opened it, and they pulled it out of the mausoleum. And... Uh, Dr. L.W. Gregory and some of his clergy members, they observed that his corpse was still in the same shape that it was 53 years previous. His skin had shriveled a little bit and kind of gotten a little more pale. Uh, His body and everything like that was still super intact, but the iron on the lining of his coffin was all uh, fucked up. It was just all rusted and like gross. Really? So his skin was fine. He looked pretty alive, like passably alive, I'd say. He's outliving the very elements around him. Yeah. And um, so pretty much what happened here is that this guy and his weird, like, you call him a cult just because it garners attention. You know, it's like, ooh, they're a cult. They're just a bunch of hippie motherfuckers that were praising the Lord and, you know, probably sucking Oswald's dick. And they're just hanging out. And this guy died, and then he almost maybe didn't die. No one knows. But uh, he's dead. He's buried in St. Nazians. And then... um, He's well-preserved, like his memory. Pretty much. If you talk to people that live in the area, they say that their weather is significantly worse than surrounding areas. They get weird, like, fogs during the night. They get weird temperature drops that aren't reported in other areas uh, surrounding them. Just weird shit. The town is just... People think it's cursed. They think it's just a weird fucking town with a lot of bad juju going on. It was weird that it would be, like, thought that it would be cursed because, I mean, he seemed like such a nice... It it sounds like such a nice thing. Like, this cult doesn't seem to have any, like, negative things behind it. At least what we've, like, talked about. Pretty much. And then he dies and the place is just cursed with uh, 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 weather. Well, you know, they say he's, like, a heretic and shit and... He thought he was like a prophet and fucking, I don't know, do people... Maybe he was. Yeah, you never know. Who we say that people aren't prophets? It's weird because people are just fucking insane. And that's just what happens, you know? All you need to be a prophet is someone to listen to you. Pretty much. That's like all you need. You don't need anything more than that. Parents are the prophets of children. Ooh, I like that. There you go. I like that very much, actually. Thank you. But yeah, so that was St. Nazians, the weird town that was founded by a potential cult in Wisconsin. Nazians. Very nice. Goddamn right. Very nice. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, something that I wanted to talk about was actually a lake called uh, Rock Lake. Rock. Rock Lake. Rock Lake. Rock Lobster. Constantly playing Guns N' Roses. But uh, yeah, it's apparently... um, at least 10,000 years old. But what's uh, kind of like unique about this, there's two main things that are unique about this. The first one is that there is some sort of human-made structure underneath it. Right? Ooh. Like some ancient structures under a uh, submerged beach. But uh, just a little like uh, history behind that. Uh, it was kind of first discovered, like the idea, I mean, it was like, oh, maybe something's fucking down here. Uh, in the early 1900s, like 0102. Something like that. Uh, Mr. Claude and Lee Wilson claimed that while they were uh, rowing a boat, they struck the apex of a rock structure that they could vaguely see, and they thought they saw, like, a little, like, brick, you know, like... It looked man-made. Like, there were, like, little ley lines and... Not ley lines. Lines that looked like bricks, Uh basically. Like mortar joints? Yeah, mortar joints. Thank you, Mitch. But, uh, yeah, they said it was about six feet beneath the surface. And this was, like, largely ignored by, like, news outlets and all that kind of stuff uh, until about 35 years later when divers actually investigated and confirmed that there were some things down there. But still, people, like, didn't give a shit. 
uh, like I mean, most people, like the uh, the news outlets, most scientists, all except for two main guys, uh, the director of Wisconsin's historical museum, Charles E. Brown, and geologist and Charlie prof- Brown. Charles E. Brown, dude. Charlie <laughs> Brown was all up in this Fucking ancient lake. Charlie Brown, dude. Nice. I didn't know he knew how to swim. Charles E. Brown, and uh, a geology professor, uh, Ernst. It's not Ernest, it's Ernst F. Bean. They got interested. They got very interested in like these claims that these divers were making about these structures down in the lake. But um they were ridiculed quite uh, quite heavily. They said they were wasting like people were saying they were wasting money and trying to investigate it, that kind of thing. Uh they were ridiculed the whole way. Uh they're trying to find something substantial with divers and all that. They were wasting money. Supposedly, until 1937, when a diver and engineer from Massachusetts, this guy has four names, Alex Max Gene Knoll. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Alex Max Gene Knoll. Alex Max Gene Knoll. Can you imagine putting that on a fucking jersey if that dude played any type of sport? <laughs> it sounds like a like an adjective, like Alex Max Gene Knoll. It's good. I love that. It I'd love good. to meet he, uh, this person, but uh, he's probably he's dead. He's probably dead. He was, yeah, 37. Wow, wow. He was probably an adult. I don't know, but uh, he discovered a. He discovered it. He basically went down there and finally confirmed by, like, taking a piece of it and bringing it back uh, that there was indeed a pyramid-like structure underneath this lake. Nice. And nobody believed him. Or investigated still. So people just keep ignoring this over the span of about 40 years now. I wonder what that dude brought to the table where they're just ignoring it. Like, what was his evidence? He was Apparently just like, he was like, it. he was so excited when he like brought it back that he forgot to leave some sort of like marker He's so like, they could find it, it again. And they were just like, well, fuck it. We're not going to go look for it again. He's like, no, no, I, I have it. It's right here. They're just like, this is a piece of rock. It'd be I don't so know what to tell you. It'd be so easy to find it now, though. Yeah, exa- and like that goes on to say in uh in 1987. So this is like many years later, about 87 years later. Uh, author Frank Joseph and a team of scientists uh, they completed a sonar scan of the rock of Rock Lake, confirming that there are ten man-made structures um, lined across a long submerged beach. Ooh. They used to be there. In uh, the most famous structure that they found was the Limnatus, 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 maybe pyramid, and it's kind of like a weird, squat, little truncated little guy. It's like sixty feet wide, a hundred feet long, and eighteen feet tall. Whoa. It's very strange. But so yeah, there's like an underwater ancient civilization in Wisconsin. Oh, that kind of. Or just a little, like, barn or something. Yeah, I don't know, like the, a farm. The way you uh, described that pyramid kind of reminds me of uh, the mound in uh, Astalan, which is also in Wisconsin. Really? I think it's close to Madison. Grant might know. What, you, what was that again? A- oh, Astalan. Yeah, the Astalan Park. Yeah, it's, it's near, like, the middle of the state, somewhere around Madison. Or, no, Racine, not Isn't Madison. That, is that, are those the mounds that you were talking about, like, a, a while back, about yeah. uh, possible giants being buried there? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Oh, oh, we oh. should have gone there. We'll get into it later. No, we'll worry. get into the giants. I got I got some giant technology. Hell yeah. All right, so the second interesting thing about it, aside from the uh, underwater society, it might be populated. It might be populated by a monster known as Rocky. Rocky! Rocky Rocky of Rock Lake. Adrian! Adrian Rock. Okay, so uh, apparently the sightings of this guy, Rocky, go back to 1867. That's an old fucking animal, dude. That beast is enormously old. And uh, there was like uh, sightings of what people described, uh, like a creature that people described as a... Surian. So it's kind of like saying sorry in Canada. Surian. 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 Which is like a lizard, sort of like dino like. Sounds thing. like some type of Lord of the Rings monster. It really does. Dude, Swaron. Sauron. Sauron. You got to watch those movies with me. I've watched the first one. You got to watch the other, the other ones. two and then all three Hobbit movies. 
I just, know you simply have to. I know that the guy wants to get married or something. That's like the point of the movie. He wants to marry a mountain. That's the whole thing. Yeah, he's trying to bring it the ring. He's or trying something. to propose the whole time. I think so. Yeah, he's like a tiny guy. Uh, I don't, I don't know. imagine that honeymoon trying to bang a mountain. <laughs> Dude, he was all up inside it in the end. But you yeah, can I mean, bang a mountain so easily. Oh, trust me, it's very warm in there. But yeah, I, all right. So. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I would almost disagree that it's warm. Are Dude, you, maybe a volcano. Yeah, this is that's what it is. Well, it's not a mountain. It's a volcano. I'm thinking of a mountain, baby. Mountainous structures. I'm thinking of going down to the fucking Appalachians and just. Just having the time it's of like my life. It's like the hot cup of coffee of mountains. That's all it is. It's true. It's right. the de- these are the decaf mountains, the ones I'm talking about. Decaf, you're not the fan. Anyways, Rocky's anyway, a, he's a Lord yeah. of the Rings monster bird fish. Monster bird fish, yes. Okay, so <laughs> in 1867, there were a bunch of these sightings of a Surian, uh, which Sorry. are, again, like a lizard sort of dino-like figure, uh, and one specifically by a man named Harbeck. No first name, I don't John think. John Or unless Harbeck. that is his first name, in which case, no last name. It doesn't That's sound like a G- his name would be John. That's what I kind of gather. Yeah, it might be. Like John Steinbeck. You know, it's like that. Oh, it's yeah. Harbeck. So maybe it's like... They're cousins. Jan. 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 <laughs> Jan has fake boobs. Jan has fake boobs. <laughs> all, right, all, right. But, um, all right, so... Uh, yeah, Harbeck. He claimed to have seen it on the land, and it would uh, it actually hissed at him. He approached it uh, thinking it was a tree trunk. Dude, and, what the fuck uh, then is it just that? started moving. So I'm I'm picturing, but like, it was like a big ass tree trunk, like multiple many feet. I'm picturing like some type of weird, more tubular crocodile, but like bigger. That's what I kept thinking when I was researching all this. It, it seems like it would be a crocodile, but there's one story that totally obliterates that nice that nice. Uh, theory. But we'll get to that. So, I'm excited. So, yeah. And then uh, later on, same year, this guy, uh, R. Hassam. There's oh. just an initial R. And it's okay. Hassam. Richard Hassam. Uh, yeah, he, he encountered Rocky on the shore as well. And he, again, thought it was a tree trunk and then realized it was alive. He had this uh, walking stick, sort of like a cane sort of thing, but it was like, it was, you know, it was taller. And he had sharpened it on the bottom. So he tried to, like, stab him as if it were like a spear. And uh, it didn't work. He, uh, he 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 said he couldn't hold it any more than he could hold an ox. Wow! So that's a yeah. big motherfucker. That's yeah. a big motherfucker. And uh, this guy, uh, this is all the same year. Uh, this guy Fred Seaver. He claimed that he was pulled in his boat by a fishing line for more than a half a mile at like a speed that was not. Uh, people were not accustomed to speeds like this at uh, back then. So you're telling me this isn't a bluegill? It is. It him. may be a large bluegill. I'm talking like a 450 pound bluegill, some type of record breaking. <laughs> some type of uh, uh, some type of marlin. Some type of archaic sea beast. That's what I'm thinking here. I'm thinking that too, man. And the reason why is this next story. This is the most substantial story probably yes. about it. Uh, yes. It occurred in 1882. Sorry, I got my book right in your face, Mitch. You're good. You're <laughs> but, uh, good. but uh it occurred in 1882. Uh Ed McKenzie and D.W. Sabert. Uh, D.W. Wasn't that Arthur's uh sister's yeah, name? Yeah, D.W. It's yeah. awesome. That's also my dad's initials. D.W. It's great. But uh so they were racing rowboats across a lake. And uh, they saw in front of them what they believed to be like, dude. The, people keep mistaking this thing, Rocky, for a log. No dude, matter that's why it, he's so pissed. I know. He's like, I ain't a fucking piece of wood, dude. I'm a living motherfucker. Yeah. So they thought there was just floating log in the middle of their path. Nice. So they like slowed down. Well, like they stop. Um, you know, they stop paddling, but they're still kind of heading towards it because you know inertia. Hold on, hold and, uh, on, before you continue. Yes. I'm picturing that it Friday the 13th its way into the boat and wraps its fin around DW and just pulls him into the water. And then Arthur screams. No, I don't that's know. That's what I'm envisioning before I know what's going to occur. That's right. what I'm thinking Jason style, but it's like a log with a face, and it comes out and fins you. <laughs> it's just a log with a face. That's what I'm thinking here. <laughs> would it be on, like, the, the, the top of it? That'd be somewhere in or the like, middle. It would have, like, a... Some, it's just, just a log. I have a face. <laughs> but it's, like, a dude's face. Yeah, it's did you guys like... ever see that uh, it was the Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode where they're dumping the grease, 
and they go into the woods and like the trees are holding court and they have like faces. Yeah, dude, those are it's like Ents from Lord of the Rings. I'm yeah, telling you, it's kind you of gotta watch those movies. That's what I'm envisioning. It's something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's not what I don't he know. Doesn't Here, Jason, he doesn't, he doesn't get Jason. DW doesn't get Jason. Uh, no, not quite. But this is menacing. So they saw what they thought was a uh, log, which again ended up being rocky. Balboa. And, uh, yeah, Balboa. So um, they were slowing down. They like they were still like going towards it, and supposedly Rocky came up to where he was like three feet above the water. Like you know, his, his it was like his neck was in the water, just coming out. So his face it was three feet of it. So this guy must have been fucking enormous. Wow! If that's just his head coming up, it's three fucking feet in the air, and uh, so it came up in front of him and. Uh, it opened its mouth and like hissed at him like extremely loud, and okay. apparently the yeah, apparently the span it was it. no do it wait do I it can't. you have to yeah yeah oh. I love it when you do that I can do it a little bit it hurts my throat I'm sorry all no, right but fine. anyway <laughs> so yeah so he um, Rocky rears his uh, his probably handsome head out of the water about three probably feet. he's probably he dead. And uh, they claimed, uh, Mr. Ed McKenzie and D.W. Siebert, they claimed that his uh, his mouth opened about a foot wide, so this guy had to be fucking enormous. He's yawning. Yeah, try it, try it, Mitch. Try it. <laughs> try opening your mouth a foot. Motherfucker, I can barely fit three yeah, no. cheeseburgers You're just frowning. in here. All right. Um, so, yeah. So that happens. They're just like, what the fuck? And then he dives down, dives down underneath the surface of the water. And uh, comes back up right next to Mackenzie's uh, uh, boat. And he's like, what the fuck? He, like, jostled him. And uh, so DW starts hitting it with an oar because it was kind of between them, but it was more, you know, it was closer to Mackenzie's boat. So DW's hitting him with an oar in the head, and Mackenzie stands up because there's people on shore. They're watching him. You know, it's a fun race. And he's like, come out here. You guys need to bring a gun. There's something out here, and it's fucking huge. Somebody bring and, me the rifle, please. Yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. They, they, he was like, we need a gun. So, uh, yeah, so that happened. And uh, so this guy, John Lund, he was on shore, and uh, he saw the creature and recognized it immediately as a creature who had pulled his boat at, again, an impossible speed through a fishing line, but... It actually snapped the fishing line after he had been pulling it so hard that it made Lund's hands bleed. Dude, I'm picturing that this guy, this Lund's guy, is like the guy from Jaws. You know, he scratches the the blackboard. Yeah. And he, I'm just picturing that. Like, they're freaking out, and he's just in the crowd, like, pulling off a hood. He's wearing, like, a sweatshirt or something. Or, like, a... They didn't have sweatshirts back then, but something with a with an over-the-head uh, wrap situation. Yeah. And he pulls that off, and he just looks at the crowd, and he's like, I've been here before. As he lights a cigarette, and he begins to tell his tale to everybody. And uh, everyone... a blackboard in the middle of the woods. He just scratches it with a knife. Pretty much everyone's oh, just freaking out. Oh. They're like, please help them. And he's like, hold on. I was fishing one day. And he just goes <laughs> on with this story. And people believe him, but they're also just like, you gotta fucking help these people. Yeah. That's what I think. Basically. I mean, he, he realized that. And then uh, they started to, you know, all the people were... There were multiple, like, people who saw this, too. Like, it wasn't just the two in the rowboats who saw so, this creature and Lund. It was it was them it plus a couple, few other people. So it can be corroborated. It was like four people? It was like four people. <laughs> it wasn't just two. three. It was like four. Dude, there might have even been a fifth man. I don't fucking know. That was a crazy day. Dude, Umbrella Man was behind him. Um, oh my oh, god! Yeah, about to take out JFK. The grassy pond. <laughs> the grassy pond. But yeah, um, so they they kind of mobilized in a way and uh, got into a boat and they were on their way out there to like go and help them with a gun. And here's where they pulled out the RPG and they just flipped open that sight. They just looked right at that boat and said, "Kids, get out of the fucking way because we're gonna decimate this place." And that's not really what happened. And they blew so up half happen? of Wisconsin. What did happen? Uh, what did happen, uh, Rocky left. Oh. He left before they could get out there. <laughs> but, uh, Exciting. But pretty crazy, right? I mean, he's fucking hissing at people. He's knocking on your boat. He's pulling you around the lake at incredible speeds through fishing line. 
it'd be but, nuts. Uh, yeah, I know. But apparently McKenzie was, uh, after he got out, he was in shock, and he was uh, extremely pale for many hours afterward. Well, I can imagine. You know? Dude, fish? Fish are fucking crazy. Like, this kind of, when we were up there, we were at that river, and, like, there was those fish just sitting there in the water. Yeah, what river was that? Uh, the Menominee River. Menominee. And we were just chucking rocks at these fish. Could you imagine if one of those fish was, like, six feet long and was just enormous? Well, I'd leave. I'd leave. Yeah. I'd freak fish out. Fish have come on land and uh, done shit before. I, they might do it again. I'm not fucking with that thing. Yeah. It's, were, yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. No way for that. We're going to need uh, bigger rocks. Just to close out Rocky, like, all that happened in, like, the 19th century, like, late 19th century. And uh, supposedly the most recent sighting... Uh, was in 1943. So oh. Rocky is probably no more. But some people do believe that he went uh, to another, to like a different lake. Maybe. It's speculated which one. Maybe but, something uh, more peaceful. Yeah, something nearby because people speculate that there's like underwater caves that like connect them for some reason. Dude, water so who knows, me man? Out. Who fucking friggin- waterways yeah. and shit, dude. You don't know what's fucking in no, there, No, deep dude. water is not a uh, good place, dude. We don't belong there. No, if we did, why we don't have we have gills? Feet. We don't. We just there we don't. go. Don't like, go in deep water. There's stuff underneath you. Think of it like this. Think of a fish in your television room in your house. Wherever it is that you have a TV and you watch TV, even if it's your bedroom. All right, now how about this one? You picture a fish laying on your bed when you come in from work. Laying or like flopping no, around? No, laying like there a... smoothly. How like, big, how big like is a, the fish? Like a is sexy it, fish waiting least... for you to get home from work? Or like <laughs> a sexy fish? A sexy <laughs> fish, just a marlin. I'm talking about at least like a like a sixty pound bass. Just laying in your bed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's not flopping around. <laughs> no, no, it's not flopping. It's just laying. Is it there. completely dead or is it okay out of water? No, no, it's okay. I feel like we're ruining the picture okay. you're trying to paint. How about this? We'll add this. It's got some type of like mask on to where it can breathe. <laughs> it's capable of breathing <laughs> oxygen. And it's just laying in your bed. Oh, you yes. know how weird that would be for you to just come into? Now put yourself in the fish's shoes where he's underwater. He's got his little house in between two rocks. And there's just a fucking six-foot-tall guy in a swimsuit with a fucking snorkel on just laying there on this guy's property. You wouldn't like it, would you? You wouldn't feel comfortable yeah. if that bass was laying on your bed? A lot of the times they have GoPros on their head. They're filming this this young fish in his own home. Yeah, exactly. Uninvited. So you you have to understand that if you... Here's a, here's an open message to, uh, to people that uh, are all about uh, animals, right? Don't go swimming. Because you're invading that fish's home. You really are. Yeah. Swimming is fucked up unless you're doing it in a pool. It's breaking it out. Or somewhere where you can see everywhere around you while you're in the water. Yeah. So maybe someplace like Turks and Caicos. But then maybe even the that sharks can come up on you faster than you can shit in your pants. So it doesn't matter. You'll be dead sharks anyway. Sharks are no problem. We have to worry about rocky and uh, sexy fish. It's true. Just a word of the wise. Uh, sharks. I learned this in a, in a class. Um... You know, they say go for the nose. They said that's like the dumbest thing you could possibly do. Oh, dude, you got to go for the gills, yeah, right? Yeah, you punch them in the gills because it stuns the fuck out of them and they, like, can't swim. Is it you punch them or do you, like, try to, like, stick your hand inside the gills, I thought? Well, they they typically say go for, like, a punch or a smack just because you don't want to be touching well. a shark for Yeah, too you don't want to be, like, gripping onto it. Then if it swims away, you're fucking stuck in its gills. Dude, you're going for a ride. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. No, boy, nope. no. Death. No bueno. Speaking of death, great segue. Let's do it. Um, there is this is now this is a guy that we will cover in in a full episode because holy shit is it fucking intense. Okay, uh, Peter Curtin, right? He is the Dusseldorf vampire, right? Back in the olden days. So Dusseldorf is not in Wisconsin. No, 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 no. But that comes later. Just a second. Okay, just Peter Curtin. Goddamn second. You guys, I'll give you a little lowdown on Big Peter Curtin, right? Uh, he was born in uh, Germany, in Cologne, Germany, in uh, 1883, and he died there on July 2nd, my birthday, 1931. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah, uh, wow, okay, uh, the Vampire of Dusseldorf. Um, some people call him a werewolf, whatever you want. Fucked up guy, right? Um... Like I said, we're going to cover him in a later episode, like a full one. But I will just tell you a few little things about him. 
uh, the first person he murdered. Uh, get ready, because it's going to get intense. Uh, she was a nine-year-old girl, and he slit her throat in her bedroom with a pair of scissors. And uh, according to him, he ejaculated all over himself at the sound of her blood hitting the wooden floor. And then he proceeded to lick that blood. There you go. And then a couple years later, he grabbed an old lady that was walking down the street, and uh, he had a knife and stabbed her 28 times. So hard, in fact, that the knife got stuck in her bone and he had to wedge the knife out of her body. No ageism with this guy. And uh, she survived, believe it or not. She did not die. But he did ejaculate everywhere at the sight of her blood coming all out onto the sidewalk, where he <laughs> continued to lick that blood. And then, and then. You really liked that stuff. Are you guys ready to be, like, absolutely disgusted? Because it's just, this will paint you an image of what this guy did, okay? You, you remember? There's already a pretty crazy no, no, no. image going yeah, he's on. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, okay. he, oh, he ejaculated everywhere after he you know mutilated mur- like, the, these people. You know what this guy did with this old woman that was laying there unconscious, bleeding out? Whatever. He uh, wiped up said ejaculate that I just said. He came all over himself. He wiped it up with his fingers, pulled her pants down, and stuck his uh, ejaculate-ridden fingers into the old woman's vagina. There's like not even a point to that. It's just it's power sh- move. That's it's all. It's literally is. like a a shock factor thing. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's a little 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 little. Well, you know what? Peter We're talking Curry. about him later on in history. We'll get to him at some. He point. He did what he set out to do. I just wanted you guys to have a background and at least understand who he is and yeah. why it's so weird. Here comes the Wisconsin. That uh, his severed head, not a replica of it. It is a mummified head, the mummified head of Peter Curtin, is inside of the Wisconsin Dells on display. I, we swear to fuck. You have to look it up. And do and you know why? I'll do tell your you own this. research on this, too. Like, I know you probably don't believe us, but it is actually there. It is inside the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, located inside the Wisconsin Dells. And it is fucked up. There are pictures of this guy's fucking head. They bisected it, so what that means is they split it straight down the middle leaving, I guess, where, like, the spinal cord would attach. They left that connected. So it's open, like an open-faced ribeye sandwich. Okay, it's just open. It looks delicious. Uh, the brain has been scooped out, but you can see all of his fucked-up shit. And there's, like, a meat hook that is just holding it up. That's all it is. It's just a meat hook, and it's sitting on a shelf. He's dead as he lived. And um, so pretty much... Uh, Disgusting. They cut off his head <laughs> in 1931 as part of the death penalty. And they took the head and preserved it because they thought this guy's a fucking psychopath. So they wanted to study it, right? That was their plan. They wanted to study it and learn about it, so they did. And now it is uh, his actual severed head is on display in uh, fucking Wisconsin. Wisconsin Dells. You want to have some splashing good time like uh, like Peter Curtin did with uh, you know blood? Yeah. Those... Go to Wisconsin Dells. You can see both those. Yeah, things. those Ripley's. Believe it or not. Museums are super cool. I was one. I was in one in uh, uh, Niagara, in Canada, uh-huh. and it was it yeah. was super cool. What I highly of, recommend it. What kind of stuff was there? Oh, all sorts. It wasn't of weird the seven head of Peter Curtin though? No, no. Unless it wasn't it's that on exciting. tour, dude. What if Peter Curtin's head is on tour? I'd go. He's on tour. He's playing. Tour. He's playing at the United Center. <laughs> Just the middle of Madison Square Garden. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, Murder. So- how do you guys feel about that? Just severed heads, uh, people on vacation. You know what else is? Weird? I don't know. I mean, like it is a family-oriented thing, but I guess you got to teach your kids that uh, the world is a pretty harsh place at some point. Yeah. Uh, so why not the uh, bisected head of a criminal? I'd be the guy that goes to the Dells from Dusseldorf. <laughs> why is it there? <laughs> I'd be the guy that goes on vacation to the Dells just to see it, not even to do anything else there. Just to go see it and be like, <laughs> dude, this is fucking cool. That's what I would do. Oh, yes. But how about, we're going to, Mitch, this one's for you here, okay? Lizard Mound County Park. Nice. All right. In 1912, there's really not a lot to this story, but I figured we could kind of take it in a direction here. Uh, 1912, uh, it's in Washington County, Wisconsin, and they found uh, the essentially human remains of giant figures that were eight to nine feet in height. Dude, you were right. The giants are in these mounds. Yep. And um, essentially they think it, it cannot belong to the Native Americans 
because unlike human skulls, these skulls uh, lack protruding cheekbones. So they're more sunken in. Interesting. So how would that look? Would it be like a, sort of a... Uh, like a fish? Like a fish look? Like a, like a fish? I was well, like, no, you like... know how you do the fish face where you're like... Mm, oh, yeah. I'm thinking something like so that. So it's more of like a, uh, uh, like a light bulb sort of shape. Yeah, well, or you know how like an something alien's, like, like a typical gray's head is like skinny? Yeah. Something like that is what I'm envisioning. Yeah, check out our logo for reference. That's something that I'd be envisioning. Um, yeah, so the skeleton was dug up and then they assembled a, a bunch of farmers were working with archaeologists and just kind of pieced this shit together. And um, pretty much they think that they could be giants. That is, that's really all there is isn't, to it. Isn't that like a... A band? They could be giants. <laughs> they it, might I, be giants. They might yeah. be. Okay. No. All right. That's what I was thinking of. We're close. We were halfway. There. That was. That was all the pieces were there. Dude, can you imagine dying and like a giant or not, just being some scientist's like like jigsaw puzzle in the future? Just like, I wonder if together. this goes together. Wow. That'd be cool. Yeah. That's. That's very right. peculiar. That's For my, I've always wanted to. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. But right. I've always wanted to uh, mummify myself before I die. So you know, like thousands of years from now, you know, someone will find my mummified body and be like, "What is? What is the <laughs> point of this?" He must have been a great man. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he must have been famous or something. He was buried next to electrical tools. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a little more lighthearted one for you guys. All right. I, I, did, I don't know. Did you guys see the picture I just had up? No, I didn't see it. it. Does it ruin it? Or? No, no, no. I'm going to tell you. Um, so this guy, right? Uh, in the Great Lakes area, there's a legend that trout grow coats of fur to stay warm when they're swimming in cold water. What? <laughs> that, uh, that wouldn't work. Near the Colorado River. Folklore says from back in the day that all the hair tonic that was dumped in the water caused fur or uh, trout to grow fur. Are you... What? In Iceland, they believe that they are a scourge sent to punish humankind for their wicked doings. Uh, believe it or not, they exist. Because a guy in Wisconsin caught this. It is what a trout f- covered with fur. <laughs> Wait, I did see that. I thought it was just a dude holding a wad of rice. That's no. <laughs> it's a trout covered with fur. What the fuck? I'm also going to post a picture of this on social media, too. Yeah, like, what, you have you, to. You all have to see this. The, all right, you're going to get the dead horse man and this uh, rice-looking fish. <laughs> yep, yep. Jesus so. Christ. That's <laughs> yep. <laughs> that thing looks ridiculous. Oh, my God. Do you... What? Guys. What do you need? They... <laughs> He caught it in the Menominee River. What? Did he really? <laughs> we were there. Here is the story by the local news outlet. Was he by the dam? Quote, wanted to share a rather remarkable catch I had this afternoon. I was fishing the Menominee River where some trout were packed into a bottleneck. I caught a few and, no- a few and nothing was out of the ordinary until I reeled this one in. I have never seen anything like it. I contacted a local wildlife official and they referred to it as a rare fur-beating trout. They went on to explain that this was an extreme case of saprolegnia, or cotton mold. Apparently, Old Great Lakes legend spoke of these as uniquely evolved trout species that existed only in the deepest, coldest parts of the lakes and needed fur to stay warm. So yeah, essentially... So wait, it's just mold? It's essentially, it's like, it's a weird disease where like mold and like cotton... Kind of like it's stuck to this oh, fish. Oh, dude, the guy in the picture is not even wearing gloves. And, oh, um, God. <laughs> yeah. Gross. So, pretty much what happens, uh, there's old pictures here. There's one here from Canada, a picture of one from back in the day where someone caught it. It's a taxidermy mount of a fur-bearing trout. And uh, some people say it's a hoax. Some people say it's not. But I think that to be, to be reasonable, the wildlife expert kind of said it fair where... It's like some weird fuck up. It's not that it actually has fur. It's like a weird fucking mishap that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's not it's evolving. Still, it looks <laughs> it's crazy. not evolving. It's something bad. It, yeah, it's not like a real thing. <laughs> this isn't like nature doing its thing. He is very sick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is. Uh, yeah. He, he would have died anyway. But yeah, so we got that. I just thought that was adorable. Well, that was nuts. And then the last one I got here is kind of a longer tale here. Let's get into it. Um. 
pretty much it's a urban legend uh, the beast of bray road in elkhorn wisconsin and it started in the late uh 1980s and um it's a a tall hairy cryptid you know similar to that of a bigfoot or like a dog man and well um it is weird i'm gonna reference something here uh but author linda godfrey who was a journalist for the local newspaper Began investigating the sightings. Okay. 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 Um, so Seth Breedlove and his production company, Small Town Monsters, came to Wisconsin and uh, they started filming the documentary about it. Um, he was actually on another podcast, one that I'm a huge, enormous fan of, Astonishing Legends. Oh, yeah. He did an entire interview on there about this documentary. Interesting. And, um... Pretty much what they said is that they, they found some weird stuff. It was just odd. But then they threw out some facts, right? They threw out some facts about just weird shit that happened in these woods. And uh, this was in the... Pretty much people thought that a lot of like occult rituals and shit were happening there. But that could just be kind of dumped into like 80s and 90s satanic panic shit, right? Yeah. Um, but here's some weird things. Uh, Woolworth County was one of the top three counties in the country for satanic activity okay. that was actually monitored by the FBI. Uh, pl- countless animals were mutilated for what belie- what were believed to be rituals or just odd animal mutilations in the woods. And uh, an FBI agent that was interviewed by the cameraman, uh, John Fredrickson, actually admitted that back in the day they were extremely aware of this county and they said that it was, like, on all their watch lists because people thought weird shit was going on. Holy shit. So, they're pretty much people just see weird shit. Uh, this lady in the in the 80s, uh, what was her name? I can't even fucking find it now. Anyway, she was uh, hanging out in El- Elkhorn. And she was walking around and some naked man just jumped out of the bushes onto the trail and then disappeared. Just was gone. <laughs> Classic hike. And then uh, she also said, which I found interesting, was that uh, her mother always told her, like, when she was young, that there was a news report in the 70s about, like, a, this weird tree with a bunch of, like, cult symbols carved into the side of it. Again, classic hike. Yeah. Classic hike through the woods. So just a lot of weird shit. Uh, the goat man supposedly resides in Kettle Moraine, which is an area near Elkhorn. And there's a lot of weird shit in the woods that people just think is strange and odd and just not, I guess, kind of out of place, if you will. Okay. And uh, that's just kind of an interesting thing. People say there's some occult rituals going on back there, you know? And then, we're not going to get into it here, but uh, Wisconsin, I mean, come on. You can't have a Wisconsin episode where you don't bring up that uh, Ed Gein and Jeffrey Dahmer are both from Wisconsin. Two very big heavy hitter men. Yeah. Men, men, they, they're they, two people, they're but gone. they both deserve their own episodes, so we didn't want to get it too much into them. Yeah, and that, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of this stuff, where some, like even Peter Curtin, it's awesome, I, I could sit here and talk about him all day, but... We can't ignore it, we can't yeah. just not mention that his head is on display at Deep River Water Park, Simply Splashtastic. Yeah, it's weird, but I don't know, Wisconsin is full of weird shit. Uh, we did a lot of research, and apparently a lot of shit is, like, haunted. And, I don't know, I mean, maybe that's an everywhere thing. I guess it is, like, the Midwest is specifically known for being haunted a lot, because I guess, if you really want to break it down to its most common form, there really isn't anything here. We're landlocked, aside from the Great Lakes, and, and they're not We have not to have ghosts. We Across from there is just more Midwest states. If we don't have ghosts, we have nothing. Okay, we have absolutely nothing. Now, I just came across this article here. Um, wow. Um, was that a bowl of sour cream? No, 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 no. Um, okay. Um, let me just tell you this. Essentially, what they did here is a doctor, a PhD student in Wisconsin. There are, to make cultured milk, cheese, and yogurt, right? Y'all, for all of those, you have to have a certain bacteria. Sounds good. And, and, and. 
Do you know where this bacteria grows naturally on humans? The butthole. The vagina. I was so close. <laughs> Inside the vagina <laughs> is the same. Uh, is the about same an inch bacteria to, to uh, north. And so they are making vagina yogurt, as they call it. It is. Yogurt that is made with the bacteria from the inside of a vagina. Do you think that um, uh, they'll have like a placenta flavor later? Because people are already doing that. They're already eating placentas. You want to know this? Uh, University of Wisconsin PhD student Cecilia Westbrook went inside of her vagina with a wooden spoon to collect her ingredients. And then she slapped them into a dish overnight. Came back in the next day, threw in some blueberries, and ate it. What? Are you serious? Yep. That's some kinky shit, man. Yep. That's weird. That's too weird for me. Wow. That is how we're going to end that. That is the last story I'm going to so, handle. There's nothing Wisconsin, else. yes. I guess we could I guess we could pretty much say I, we're all in agreement here. Wisconsin is uh, one of the lesser-known weird states. There's a lot of shit going on there. That just simply is hilarious. It's really, yeah, really strange. A lot of cheese curds, a lot of uh, Milky Way skies, and severed heads of people from across the world. Wisconsin's an underrated state. I'll just say that. Yeah, I love it. It is. I loved it. I had a great time when we went, dude. It's a good time, dude. It's like a whole world away from where we are, because you just don't get the shit you get up here, or you get here that you do there. It just isn't there. Yeah. Like, we get to sit outside... It was the weirdest thing, dude. It went from fucking 85 degrees to, like, 60. In a matter of, like, 20 minutes. And you just sit outside. You just hang out. Fucking, you see the stars like you can't see anywhere else local. It's really amazing, dude. We saw so many shooting stars, and just, it was, just the utter silence was so nice. It was good. It's a very strange place, only because it's different from what we're used to. Yeah. But some of these things here that we brought up today about Wisconsin... It just kind of shows you that it's a, you know, it's, it's a little weird. It's Everywhere some, is a weird place. It's got its, it's got its quirks, if you will. It's got its weird little quirky state, and uh, I'll tell you this: there's, there's a lot of weird shit that happens there. There's um, there's a lot of weird stories, particularly about ghosts. Uh, Didn't most of the ghost stories we uh, we found about here? They seem to be pretty tame. Yeah, they were like, like they have that midwestern, uh, you know, like uh, politeness. Yeah, it's going on eerie. There. It's not scary or like a demon's in my house tonight. It's very, just like uh, I saw this man. It's like I saw something this. fell over in the kitchen, and I went in, and it had fallen over. It's, it's yeah, like all right, well, and then the next day it was tame. cleaned up. It's a very relaxed state, and I, I don't know, I love it. It's fun. I love it too, man. That was great. They got A and W up there. It's true. At A and W, we shot a lot of guns and uh, had fires and just fucking screamed. Played magic. We we did scream a lot. We screamed like so much. It was kind of funny. Yeah, because you know, like we said, no one can hear you. So you could just say we we were doing the uh, Janice fake boobs. <laughs> I really wish Ryan would have invited me on that camping trip. I have hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> or we'd hear we'd hear a noise from somewhere and be like, it's the lady of the lake. <laughs> it's the lady of the lake. <laughs> oh my god! It gets the... silent for a second. And you just hear from behind a bush. Bananas. <laughs> like, oh my god, the it's the that? lady of the lake. <laughs> She's trying to fuck me in the ass with a banana. Dude, fucking, uh, yeah, no, uh, it was, bananas. It was a great time of doing absolutely nothing and eating terrible food and... Yeah, like we it said, was weird. we would just wake up very late in the day, like go to a diner, get the best burger I've ever had with the best chili I've ever I had. I had a cup of chili with every single meal. No, me too, and... It was not good for my insides, but uh, but we then had we just one functioning toilet for yeah, six people. It, it was, was not nuts. good, and uh, but then we just come home and just keep making like different entrees at like two a.m. Dude, Saturday and just putting we, like we had the oven on in the middle for of the five, table. We had the oven on for at least five hours, yeah. just straight. Nothing else happened. <laughs> just making like terrible food for ourselves. Yeah, it was bad. And then we'd wake up and we'd be like, wow. Let's go. Let's go to Patty's. Let's go to Patty's platter. Let's go do it again. Yeah, if you're if 
if for some crazy reason you guys are six hours north of Chicago, go to Patty's Platter. It's fucking amazing. It's delight. Get the chili, definitely. It's some of the best food I ever had. We were there for three days, and we went there three times. So it was that good. We just kept going back and back and back and back. It was fun. It was. Funny enough, I did not see a single deer. Yeah. Me either. That's weird. We saw a bunch of wild turkey. Yeah, wild yeah. turkeys. We saw a bunch of cranes. They were everywhere. The turkeys were fucking taking over the farms. I saw a single um, a, uh, chipmunk. Really? <laughs> a single chipmunk. A lot of bugs. A lot of weird bugs that I don't see around here. Yeah, there was that huge monarch uh, hanging from that single strand of spider web in your garage. That, that was, was nice. nuts, dude. That was fucking that was cool. cool. That was awesome. You should have shot that. Then there's that weird bug that... Yeah, it had like the giant antenna that for some reason Mitch was like saving and we were just gonna step on it and he was like, No, we have to save it. Oh, I didn't I wasn't trying to save it at first, it just ended up that it way. It just ended up <laughs> I was just uh, you know, sadistically playing with it. Yeah. It's, uh... Accidental philanthropy, the best kind of philanthropy. There you go. But yeah, so fucking go to Wisconsin Dells and see Peter Curtin's severed head. Go to St. Nazians and go uh, hang out with fucking weird ancient cult leaders. With their weird weather. Go meet Rocky. Go uh, boating out in the lake and go meet the giant log monster. Rock Lake. Yeah, go see Rock Lake. Uh, go uh, go see the weird naked man in the woods. Um, just go do it all. Go make a road trip out of Wisconsin and just go do it all. Go take a classic hike and uh, just uh, uh, go to Patty's Platter. You get to the Menominee River, which we hung out there for yeah, about an hour. Yeah, that was nice. We drank a beer. And you could actually catch a fur-covered trout. How about them apples, bitch? You could catch the weirdest, almost scientifically impossible creature ever. Digestion uh, out of whack? Eat, eat some, uh, eat some you know, fur. vagina yogurt. Yeah. God, that is peculiar. I... Oh, I don't even know what to say about it. It's it's very intriguing, but it's... I'm not, like, disgusted by it, but I'm not, like, all right, okay. Would you try it? Yeah. I'd try it. No, I would. I'd I have mean, to see what it was. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it, it probably just tastes like yogurt. Yeah, I don't... You know? I would hope so. I don't... I don't, I don't, I don't oh, oh. Yeah, see, but, it seems um, like you wouldn't want to I'd with those it. noises, Grant. No, see, it's not about that, but it's... He just it, has marbles in his mouth. The weirdest thing to me is that they utilize the bacteria from the vagina... Why is that Maybe weird? it's smart. I don't know. Maybe it's instead efficient. of like creating human beings, it's creating delicious uh, morning yogurt. I mean, I'm gonna try it if I ever I come across to, it. I don't have to taste human beings, though. You don't have to. It's fine. No, it's not the. It's not the. Uh, She's not pregnant. It's not the vagina humans. It's the vagina yogurt. Exactly. No, I would I have to taste yogurt. I don't want to taste. This I'd yogurt. say. <laughs> ten times out of ten. I don't know if I'm understanding, but <laughs> I, eat, I eat yogurt like every day. I'd say ten times out of ten. Well, think about this every time you crack open some Dasani's. I would eat vaginal yogurt a hundred times out of a hundred times. I would do that. <laughs> you seem way more passionate about it now. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'd do it, but <laughs> Grant had to, he had to think about it for a second. There's there... never even going to be a chance where you're just like, ah, I don't want yogurt. You're just like. I have to have this. <laughs> if, if someone offers me vagina yogurt and it's like made not in by some, not it's, as long as it's not made by someone in their garage who just opened a yol plate and fucking slapped that shit on there and was like, here it's vagina yogurt. If it's like actually made for the purpose of like it's vaginal yogurt, it's like, dude, give me the spoon. Fuck the spoon. I'll just dig in. I don't care. Do you think the uh, ah god, what is it called? Uh, people who like do all the regulations for food. The FDA. FDA, yeah. You think like uh, you know, there's like certain amounts of like rat hairs and like uh, pubes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Is pubes the equivalent to that? Pubes. If you're in making this situation, if you're making a uh, pussy yogurt, you should really, really shave. I'm just saying. You I mean, yeah. Whatever. People can do whatever they want. People, no, 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 I don't for, care. For what... Christ's sake, people are making yogurt out of pussies. I'm not going to tell you that you have to shave <laughs> your private areas. But if you plan on making yogurt with your private areas, please shave for the sake of the people that will be eating it. Same with uh, men. If you plan on mixing drinks at a bar with your penis, please shave. <laughs> Just like, as like a stir stick. Yeah. <laughs> That's the equivalent now? <laughs> Just please shave. That's all I can say. Please shave. Oh, So, so we went to Wisconsin. 
It was a great time. <laughs> and we hope you enjoyed the episode on Wisconsin. Yeah, we, I don't know, it just kind of happened this way. Yeah, it was very I mean, uh, it's organic. It's an interesting place. We liked it a lot. Very organic. So, yeah. There's if you, some weird shit there. If you guys know of any weird Wisconsin shit that we uh, glossed over or missed. Let us know. We'll do a, a recap Wisconsin. Yeah, tell us. We, um, we love learning here. We want to know your secrets. Tell us everything. Please. Okay, that's Give it, it all. That's all I got, y'all. So uh, we love you. And uh, check us out on, you know, the usual social media and our website and uh, Patreon and uh, all the good stuff. And give us some love and attention. Again, there's some cool stuff coming on Patreon. Uh, we're not going to tell you about it, but... Because you guys aren't... You guys are going to have to find out. Go, go ahead and uh, throw us something and we'll give you some more. Oh, yeah. We'll give you s'mores. S'mores, dude. That was another thing we had a lot of. But anyway... All yeah, right, thank yeah. you very much. Follow us on old shit. We love you. We are starting a cult. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. Goodbye. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 